Hello all, this is my first podcast I have ever made before. Um, I guess a little bit about myself. My name is Troy. I am currently a college student at Southern Illinois University. I am 22. Uh, I love cars and I felt like I just wanted to create something where uh, maybe like create a platform where I can express my views on certain cars topics, certain car trends that are going on, and just personal stories that I've had in the automotive world. And, you know, we'll see how this goes and where this will take me. I am looking forward to the progress that is going to be had here. I'm looking forward to seeing what might become of this experiment I am young I am trying to figure out what I want to do I know I've always wanted to be in the car world the car industry I'm not too much of a hand I'm not too much of a handyman I'm not good with tools but I love how cars work I under have a general understanding of how they work you know I'm not an expert though I'm not a certified mechanic so if I make any mistakes please keep that in mind uh forgive me ahead of time um but yeah so i guess you can call this episode one or a prelude prologue whatever you want to title this this is more of a a testing experiment um yeah so i guess the first thing i want to i guess we should talk about myself um, so you guys get to know a little bit more about me. So you guys aren't just listening to some random, you know, barely adult college student who doesn't seem like he knows what he's doing. Um, again, my name is Troy. I'm a college student at Southern Illinois. I'm 22. I am originally from the suburbs of, uh, suburbs of Chicago. Forgive me. Um, I have lived up there. I'm not going to tell you guys the exact town, but um, out west, west suburbs. I lived there for the majority of my childhood. Before then, I used to live up in Wisconsin. Um, so I was two sisters. I have my single mom, and so I have a younger sister, older sister, and I mean, that's pretty much it. But when it comes to the first topic of today, or the first thing I want to discuss in the first podcast or um, would be my personal cars that I've owned and ranking them one to three. I've only owned three cars. I'm 22. Um, but I want to rank them one being the best, three being the worst. And I'm not saying three is like a bad car. I'm saying that it's just the car I enjoyed but not enjoyed as much as number two and number one. So I owned three cars um i bought my first car when i was 16 or 17 uh i had two jobs i worked at a walmart and a mcdonald's and i remember really wanting to get a car because i was sick of driving my mom's minivan to work all the time so and i wanted to be going into senior year i wanted to have my own car so i can go to school and be one of the cool kids who didn't have to take the bus anymore because being a senior and taking the bus in my neighborhood was kind of just like, I don't know, you're more, you seen as a, like, not necessarily a peasant, but just like, oh, you're taking the bus, what are you, poor, 
and I mean, I was, yeah, I was poor, but I just wanted to have my own car. So the first car I ever bought was my 1995 Buick Skylark. Um, it was my baby. I named him Chip for reasons, nostalgic reasons from an old TV show called Fairly Odd Parents. Some of you may know it. Chip was the singer, the boy band singer, Justin Timberlake type, Justin Bieber type character that showed up a couple times in the show. But I named him after that because it was Chip's, it was a Buick Skylark, named it Chip, Chip Skylark. I just figured it worked. So that car, I want to say out of the top three cars I've owned, I would say is number three. It was, I, I want to say it's the number one. I really, really, really love that car. But there were just a couple of things that I just couldn't put at number one. Um, the car was great. Had a 3.1 liter V6, the 3100 SFI from General Motors. Um, that's all I really know about it. I know it probably made, it said on paper it weighed 160 horsepower. I doubt it. I really doubt it. I never put it on a dyno or anything. I never got the numbers because I didn't have that around me to where I can test it. But yeah, it was it was quick, very torquey. I can get up to 60 in probably like maybe nine seconds. And for me being 16 and only ever driving a minivan, to me that was fast. And not in my car or all my friends had the Jeep Cherokees, those 90s black ones, and I just knew my car was faster than those, but, you know, so I felt like I had a pretty quick car. It was awesome, loved it to pieces, I, it didn't have AC, so summer times were hot, I remember getting my first girlfriend summer of 2015, and I remember picking her up and we're gonna go to the movies or something, and... I was just dripping in sweat when I went to her house and I was meeting her parents for the first time and they said, yeah, well, you're, it's not even that hot out. Why are you so hot? I said, my car doesn't have AC. And so the only way I could even get any sort of air were the windows. And no, there were no power windows. They were crank windows. So, and it was so strange too because I remember sitting passenger in my car once because I let my mom drive the car like one time so like when we first got the car and the passenger crank window was perfectly fine you know but the driver's side crank window was the most insane workout just to get rolled down and it was in oh my gosh I had biceps growth because uh, my biceps had definitely grown because of me cranking the window in the summer so often it was just it was brutal. The AC was non-existent. Kind of quick. The bench seats in the front were awesome. Loved that. I remember at this point, it was probably senior year, right towards the end of the school year. And I remember we piled three people in the front, three people in the back. And definitely not legal now. Now, our 17-year-old me really didn't care. But yeah, definitely illegal. But it definitely created a lot of memories for me loved the car it was that old man tan color so it was definitely a granny car and it was i think my biggest regret to the car and i know you guys are going to be yelling at me for doing this but i remember wanting to make my car loud 
but I didn't have any sort of money because I was a high school student with a minimum wage job and I had an Xbox addiction where I was buying the new Xbox and buying new games so instead of putting money into a car you know I was putting into video games but I wanted to make it loud and I didn't know how well on a budget because I could have went and spent three or four hundred dollars on an exhaust system but what would I look like doing that when I'm spending it on a 1995 96 Buick you know, that has 90,000 miles and a ton of rust. That was the other thing I forgot to mention. The rust on this car was unbelievable. Man, I remember peeling with, like, my pinky finger and my thumb. I was on top of this parking garage with one of my friends one night, and we were just sitting out there just chilling. And I take my pinky and my thumb because, like, they noticed that I had some rust. And I said, yeah, it's not perfect because the shell was clean, but the underneath the car was where all the the mess was and I remember taking my pinky and my thumb and just lightly pulling and I pulled probably three feet like a three foot strip of rust coming from my car and I just like put it on the ground and my friends looked at me they're like that's probably not good and no it wasn't because a few months later we ended up taking it to the shop because the belt kept going out it kept oil like the leaks kept or, or Everything just started to leak, and the brakes went out. Everything just started going wrong on the car, and it was annoying. And so we took it to our mechanic, and he said, yeah, this is not a car you should probably keep for much longer. He said the structural integrity of the car is severely compromised. And I said, okay, that sounds dangerous. So, yeah, we ended up getting rid of it eventually. But back to the original story, I wanted to make the car loud. And not knowing how to do that. And not wanting to do that on the car I knew I was going to be getting rid of soon anyway. I was thinking, oh, let me just chop off the muffler. That would be great because it's a V6. And I looked up multiple clips. I typed in on YouTube. I did this for hours, maybe days even. Just 3.1 liter exhaust or 3100 V6 GM exhaust. And there was, because the engine was used in a lot of different cars. It was used in, I believe, the Grand Am, uh, the LeSabre, um, the Skylark, the Century, I believe. I think the Century used the 3800. But so I had a general idea of what it would sound like, but a lot of those were just muffler deletes with Magnaflow mufflers that they bought from eBay or Magnaflow or um, Flowmaster mufflers that they bought from O'Reilly's or AutoZone. And I didn't even want to do that. I was just kind of like, let me just chop it off. But the thing is that the car wasn't in my name. It was in my mom's name. So anything I did to the car and if she tried to resell it, and there was no muffler, then obviously my mom would, and I wouldn't have told my mom about it, but she probably definitely would have found out, so I just didn't want to get in trouble by doing that, so I'm like, okay, let me make it louder, but not too much, but not make it so anyone would probably ever notice when we try to resell it, and so what I decided to do was go to my friend's house, uh, friend Sal's house one day, and we, I brought up the idea to him saying, hey, I want to make this louder, what should we do? And he said, yo, I saw this video where this guy drilled holes in the muffler. Like, in the bottom and in the side and all that. So it looked like a honeycomb. Or just like a beehive where it's just a ton of holes in it. And I said, really? He said, yeah, it would definitely make your car louder. I said, oh, that sounds awesome. I didn't do 
exactly that, but yes, holes were drilled into the muffler. Like, right when the muffler is, like, facing out towards the car, I drilled four holes at the top, the bottom, and the left and the right with the exhaust pipe, like, coming out the middle, like the, like the exhaust tail, like, coming out of the middle. So it was surrounded by holes. And so it made the car kind of louder, but honestly, it didn't do... I don't think it was justified because... It looked so janky. It looked so bad. It's like you could see the muffler from a mile away with all the holes in it. And I only made four holes. But you could definitely see it. And it was just one of the most embarrassing things I ever did in my car. And so, yeah, it sucked. But we ended up selling it uh, about, I want to say, six months later after I had done that. But, yeah, loved the car. It was cool. I would rank it at number three on my three out of the three cars I've owned, that was probably my third favorite. The reason why it wasn't ever higher is because the structural integrity, the fuel mileage wasn't that great. Um, it wasn't that fast. I didn't have AC. I didn't have power locks or windows. It was just a pretty ancient car. And all my I lived in a neighborhood, a very wealthy neighborhood, where people had... They were driving their dads and moms BMWs and Land Rovers to school, and I guess I was just kind of envious of that, and I never really appreciated the car I was actually given. So, yeah, number three, that was the Buick Skylark, the 95. Um, number two, and for people who actually do know me are probably going to be surprised when I, this is going to be number two and not number one, is my current car, my 2005 Volkswagen Rabbit. Or, not 2005, 2007. It's a 2007 Volkswagen Rabbit. It's a 2.5 liter, 5 cylinder. Um, I, it is number two for a couple reasons. I love the car. It's great. It is, to me, the best looking car I've owned. It is black. I haven't done any modifications to it just again because now I'm in college and I still don't have any money. Um... And again, it's not in my name, unfortunately, just for insurance reasons. But the next car I plan on buying will be in my name because I will be graduating here soon. So I'll be able to support my, or I'll be able to pay that bill by myself uh, under my name because insurance rates, when, as everyone knows, being a 22 year old male with a somewhat of a sports car is insanely expensive. So I didn't want to do that. Um, Volkswagen Rabbit, this was a huge upgrade for me compared to the car that's going to be number one, because that's the only car I haven't mentioned yet. Um, this car has power locks, power windows, sunroof or moonroof, whatever you want to call it. It is the fastest car I've owned. This one also says like 150, 160 horsepower. Um, I believe it. Maybe 140. Again, never put it on a dyno. I don't know. And it's older. It has a lot of miles. Um, so I'm assuming it's probably not making 150 to the wheels at this point. It's probably making 140. But yeah, definitely a quick car. Um, definitely the fastest i ever been in the car. Um, I'm not going to incriminate myself and tell you guys how fast I was going. But I was definitely, definitely, definitely faster than any of the other cars I've been in. Um... Let's see. I mean, yeah. The reason why it's number two, um, I want to say, is the miles. 
the miles is what's holding it back from being number one. And the the mileage kind of plays a part into the, the other reason why it's not is the, the problems I've been having with the car lately. The car has surpassed 200,000 miles. I will be going on 201,000 miles here probably within the next five months. And having a Volkswagen... All, uh, growing up, all I ever heard was Volkswagens are unreliable, and I got the car, we had, we got the car gifted to us, so we couldn't pass it up, and my sister was going off to college, so she needed a car, I needed a car, so we just figured, okay, well, if we're going to be given this as a gift, and we don't have to pay anything except for, like, title and plates, then we mean we're going to take it, so, but regardless of the miles that were on it, we weren't going to pass it up, but I kind of regret that because the I've had so many problems like I remember one time I was driving down the street to go to I think I was going to go to Taco Bell one night it was like a Friday night Saturday night in college and I I don't go out and party and stuff so I was just going to go get some Taco Bell and probably go back home and play some video games with some of my friends from back home and I'm passing the auto zone and then all of a sudden all the power in my car goes out and there was a light that came on. I forgot which light it was. Um, I'd have to look it up, but this light came on and all the power in my car just went out and I could, I hit the gas and nothing would happen. And so then I pulled over, I turned on my hazards and then I turned off the car, turn it back on again. And then it was running fine. So then I was, and it's automatic car, it's not a stick shift, and I remember driving down the road to keep going to Taco Bell, and I was going into first gear, second gear, and this is automatic transmission doing this, and then when I was going, I was cruising at maybe 45 miles an hour, and at that point my car would be in like fourth gear just cruising, it dropped down to like third, and then it dropped down to second, so my RPMs are going off like crazy, like maybe like five six thousand rpms and and then it's like just going up and down up and down like it was shift from second to third third to fourth second to fourth and it was just acting all kinds of crazy so then i turn around i go to autozone and i said hey can you check this code out for me and it ended up being some sort of like transmission wiring issue it was something electrical it wasn't anything wrong with my actual transmission and so i ended up driving it back home, didn't get Taco Bell, and I'm taking it to the shop next day, and they said it was some sort of transmission wiring issue from the mechanic, and they said it was going to take, I turned it on a Saturday, they said it'd be done by Tuesday, I didn't get a phone call back until Friday, saying it was done, and I had called them on Tuesday when they said it was going to be done, they said, yeah, no, we're still waiting for the part, and I was like, okay, well, is it going to be done tomorrow, and they said, we'll see, no, it ended up being like almost a whole week to get that car fixed and $700 later. And so, and that isn't the first time. The, the car has an oil leak that I have to keep filling up with oil every single, maybe like maybe once a month, I'll have to top it off with oil just because it keeps, it just sits in the parking garage and it just leaks and leaks and leaks and leaks. And luckily I don't drive it that often, so I don't have to worry about that, but it sucked. It sucks. I mean, it's just, it's a money pit. And I love the looks. I love the speed. 
I love the heated seats it has, the power locks, the power windows. I have an aux jack, finally. I didn't have an aux jack in my Buick. And so, but yeah, it being a money pit, it, it makes it number two. It's not my favorite car. Um, yeah. So, number one, my favorite car. And again, if you guys know me, to my friends that may have been listening to this Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. I appreciate it. Thank you for watching this horrendous experiment go down, but I promise it will improve. This is going to be something I want to try and stick with for a long time and maybe make this a professional career. But yeah, to those people who have been around in my life, know what number one is going to be. And it is the Toyota Yaris I owned. Um, it was a 2007 Toyota Yaris automatic four-speed, and it was not the most luxurious car. It had cr- it. It was so strange too because the Toyota Yaris I had and the Volkswagen I own now are the same year, but the Toyota didn't have a moonroof, sunroof, whatever you want to call it. It did not have power locks. It did not have power windows. It did not have heated seats. It had an aux, but the speakers were trash. And again, being a broke college student, I didn't have money to modify my car the way I wanted to. Not that I would even modify the Prius. And so, but the reason why it's number one is because I live... So I owned, I had the car in college, I want to say my sophomore and junior year before I turned to a senior, and then it got passed on to my sister when I got my Volkswagen. But uh, I attend Southern Illinois and Carbondale, Illinois, and we are near Shawnee National Forest, and there's a park called Giant City, and the roads out there are absolutely amazing to drive on. If you guys are in the area or ever have the opportunity to drive out there, highly recommend the roads. There are so many routes you can take where they are just beautiful long twists and turns. I've never been to Tale of the Dragon. I know that's something I definitely want to do before I get too old and have a family and not have a fun car. <laughs> but it is, again, I, I highly recommend driving out there. It is awesome. And the Toyota, believe it or not, handled 10 times better than that Volkswagen ever did. And I don't know if it was because of the weight or if it was because of how light it or because of the just like the wheelbase being smaller than the Volkswagen, but it could handle those turns like it was nothing. I felt like an autocross racer and it was amazing. I love driving out there, cranking down my windows and just going out on like Saturday cruises during the middle of the day, just in the Toyota. And not even listening to the radio, just listening to the engine and listening to the sounds of nature, just hearing the wind, hearing the, hearing those, like, you know, just the leaves and the birds and just all of that. It was just, it's, I don't know, I can't put a word on it, but it was just amazing. But I'm going to do some, a quick look up here and see how much that Toyota Yaris weighed. It weighed like absolutely nothing. And I had a sedan version. I didn't have the hatchback version, even though that's what I would have preferred. But so doing a quick search here, it says the Toyota Yaris that I own, the model year 2007, weighed anywhere between 2,200 pounds and 2,300 pounds. So I'm going to do a quick search of the Volkswagen here. 
yeah, so the Volkswagen Rabbit weighed 2,900 pounds to 3,100 pounds. So that's almost a, what, almost 700 pound difference when it comes to the minimums, 2,200 and 2,900. Yeah, so I that, I guess, could attest to why the Toyota felt way more fun. It wasn't as fast, and it didn't accelerate as fast, but when it came to turning, way better. Also, the gas mileage on that car was ridiculous. I remember looking it up, and it said 40 miles to the gallon, and I didn't believe it at first because it was... Uh, it was a four. It was a had four gears or four speed and automatic transmission. I'm like, there's no way because if I'm pushing 70, I'm already almost topping out the engine, you know, going on the highway to go back home from college. And I I believe I was getting 40 miles to the gallon. I never like sat down and actually did the research, but I remember filling up at U of I at maybe half a tank and I filled it up to the full and I drove back home from U of I and back down to U of I from, so that had to be around 200 miles I drove, like, maybe there and then 200 miles back, so probably 400 miles, and and then I was on E, and then I filled up again, and then when I went back home, back to Carbondale, filling up, filling up from U of I, I went from U of I to Carbondale, and I got down to maybe half a tank, and then drove around town for another week and a half before I had to fill up again. That car sipped gas like it was tea. It was amazing. Loved it. It was so, and never had any problems. I had to replace the belt maybe once, maybe once a winter, you know, it would squeak or I just had to get it tightened or loosened or, I think it was just tightened. That That's all that it needed, but yeah, it was just squeaky belts in the winter, but never had any oil leaks, never had any engine problems, no transmission problems, sipped gas like a champ. It was such a reliable car, and I know car guys are going to be like, oh, well, if you have money for a car, you have money for the, the gas and the problems that come with it, and I used to be like that too, but having all that extra money from not spending it on repairs like I am doing the Volkswagen, I could go out more, I can, you know, buy more Xbox games, and I can, you know, go out to eat with my friends more, and go out, you know, if I ever wanted to go out to the bars, I can go and do that, instead of worrying about pinching pennies, because I have to, oh, well, my cars might, uh, the brakes might go out now on the Volkswagen, or I gotta get more oil, you know, you know how it is, Volkswagen, German engineering, ha ha ha, yeah, so, Toyota's definitely the best car I've owned. Miss it. My sister owns it now, so I hope she's taking care of it. And I hope she hasn't done anything crazy to it. So, the next car that I want to own, hopefully, fingers crossed, things pan out. Um, I'll keep you guys posted if I decide to do a, a part two of this and come up with another topic. But the next car I really have my eyes set towards is a 1995 Honda Civic. Um, I found one online. It had like 90,000 miles on it, and it was for a, a relatively cheap price, a price that I can afford, and a we're doing some research on insurance, insurance rates that I can definitely afford owning a car of my own. And so it would be my first manual car that I have owned, and I am... I know how to drive a manual. I've had friends that have owned manual cars that have let me driven them. I've driven 
a 350Z, I've driven a Dodge Dart, a Hyundai Veloster, a Volkswagen Passat, all of them being manuals, I did fine. Uh, driven with like the owners of the cars next to me and they all told me I was doing okay maybe stalled the Volkswagen once or twice and that was like the first time I ever driven a stick shift car I was probably 15 so that was seven years ago but the the appeal for me in this Honda Civic that I may potentially get is it's that it's completely stock it's a Civic EX so it has the power locks the windows the sunroof and it has the gas miles that I need which is nice being a college student but it's bone stock and our generation and I ugh, I'm ashamed of us for doing this but our generation the Gen Z millennial whatever we're called I don't even know we are notorious for taking those 90 civics to early 2000 civics and just throwing in fast and furious and watching the movie and be like, oh yeah I want that wing I want those lights I want that exhaust I want that big you know 50, 60, 70 amp speaker, and, you know, they just, there's no stock Civics anymore, and it's just, it's sad, and, but this one is completely stock, and it has, like, no rust, and if you're from the Midwest, you know, cars rust here, because of salt, and crazy winters, and all the potholes we have to deal with, and cars just don't maintain, you know, old cars don't keep up, you know, in this kind of climate, but this one looks like it is, so, it's almost, it's not necessarily a unicorn car, but it is definitely, in my eyes, a gem. And it's something I would definitely love to own. I wouldn't, and I was talking to one of my friends the other night about it, and I'm torn because he owned a 94 E, I want a 94 EH Civic, or E, no, EG Civic, because EH are the ones are the hatch ones. EGs are the, the coupes and the sedans, I, I believe, but... The EG Civic, he owned one, a 94, and he bought it for $400, and it was like a rust bucket. And he said the car was a pile of garbage, but he said it was one of the best cars he ever owned. And so seeing one in this good a condition has me excited about possibly owning one, because his wasn't stock. His had exhaust and engine modification, like intakes, you know, all the just cheap 17-year-old, 18-year-old high school modifications people do to their Honda Civics. And this one doesn't have any of it which is why I'm very excited so fingers crossed hopefully I can get my hands on it um, we'll see but I have run out of things to talk about today so thank you again um, this is I don't have a title for this sh podcast series thing I want to start um, still in the feeling out stages I want to see how I can improve how I feel about the content I'm making, how you guys feel about the content I'm making. I want to eventually, you know, work my way up, be in the car world, but, you know, it's just kind of like who you know, and I don't know anyone, so I want to figure out, okay, well, if I don't know anyone, I figure I'll make a name for myself, and this is the first thing I could think of by, uh, for doing. So, what I'm going to do is, once I come up with a name for this series I want to call I'll create an Instagram I'll create a Facebook with it um, so I can keep you guys in the loop with ideas I'll um, also take suggestions for uh, topics um, that want to be discussed and if 
any of my friends or anyone, even strangers, want to feel like they want to chime in and discuss something with me, you know, we can plan something out, talk about, you know, why the C8 Corvette won't ever come in a manual, which breaks my heart, or why people feel like they need to rice all their Hondas and the difference between ricing and tuning, you know, anything, any sort of car topic or even not car topic, you know, there's a whole lot of stuff going on in the world. Um, <clears throat> not going to say anything or mention any names or any names of certain names, but we all know what's happening in 2020. So it's a crazy world we live in. So, I mean, I kind of want to stay away from those topics, but if you guys feel like that's something that wants to be, you guys want my input on and want to be addressed, perfectly fine with doing that. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Um, I don't have an outro planned. <laughs> I, again, I guess in the next episode, next two episodes, I'll figure out a name, I'll figure out an intro, I'll figure out an outro. And yeah, hopefully we can go from here. I'm excited to see how this turns out and how to move forward with this. Um, well, thank you guys, and I hope you're having a good morning, a good night, a good afternoon, whatever it may be. Enjoy your day.